What on earth is happening to the mongrel mob these days? Uh, the gang's been making headlines lately, you may have noticed, and some of those headlines have been what I would describe as strangely out of normal. Uh, first, of course, they offered to guard mosques after the Christchurch terror attack. I don't know, what did you think of that? It was a strange act of charity in that they were offering their ability, their great ability at actually dealing out violence uh, to protect a vulnerable people. You kind of wanted to say, oh, thank you, but also, ooh, that's a bit scary. Uh, but that said, some people gave them credit for joining what was, I have to say, a unity movement that swept all New Zealand. Uh, it's what we use to react to the outrage. And even the mongrel mob got into it. And for an organisation that is usually outside social mores, it was, to some, a pleasant surprise, albeit a little bit bonkers. Then the world's biggest mongrel mob organisation... The Mongrel Mob Kingdom told us they were doing away with their traditional Sig Heil greeting. I'm sorry if that's actually triggered you, hearing that word out loud, but there we are. Um, it's a greeting, of course, sourced from Nazi Germany. A greeting that in the, uh, in the mouths of the mob was always slightly ironic. After all, it was the ultimate white supremacists who coined it in their pursuit of Aryan purity. So the mob started using Sig Heil 50 years ago. Not because they shared the Nazis' goal of racial purification, but because it posited them outside society. It was a, basically a big finger up to all the post-war generation of New Zealanders who hated it and were shocked by the sound of it. Then this morning I woke up to an opinion piece by Jared Gilbert in uh, nzherald.co.nz. He, of course, is the University of Canterbury sociologist who has made a name for himself studying and writing about their gangs, both their outrages and their positive sides. And the piece this morning was headlined, Boss Taking Mongrel Out of His Mob. That's a very optimistic headline, isn't it? It talked about the mongrel mob kingdom's president, Paito Fatu, better known as Sonny. Sonny's kingdom, 400 strong, based in the Waikato. Sonny and his sidekicks, Griff and Sarge, have started preaching a lot of homely values to their boys. They've been throwing around words like compassion and family and the importance of looking after children. Sunny Fatu says the stance is part of a transition to a new cause away from violent crime, domestic violence and drug abuse, and focusing on empowering Fano women and children. He sounds like a politician. Now, here's the thing about Sunny and other leaders of the mob these days, particularly Mongol Mob Kingdom, is that they're old men. Old, battle-scarred men who are also very bright. You don't survive that long or rise to the top of the gang without some smarts. So they've learned some harsh lessons, and so they are passing the lessons on to the young crowd, but have they changed? And remember, this young crowd have grown up since the day they were born with the gang. It was one of those young ones uh, last week who told a reporter that dropping Sig Heil was weird because it's just our version of G'day. <laughs> He also had no idea about Nazi Germany, but these guys, have, you know, the young ones, they've been imprinted. Jared Gilbert's opinion piece ponders whether we're seeing a changing point for gangs because of these older, wiser heads. And he says if the gang is still up their old tricks, we can still police them and come down hard. But even in a worst-case scenario, and they are still dealing drugs, at least it's positive that they're not engaging in violence at home. He hopes we're at a crossroad. I'm not so confident. Actually, to tell you the truth, I'm even more worried by the gang after this PR blitz. Mongrel Mob Kingdom, the fastest growing chapter in New Zealand. 400 members locally. They are recruiting. 
It's going global and international. 200 members around the world, including Canada, Russia, France and the Solomon Islands. What's the appeal to these people about a New Zealand gang? All this smacks to me of a gentrification of a crime organisation. Like when the mafiosa from Sicily started wearing nice suits from Milan. At least in the old days, the gangs spent more time beating each other up than ripping society apart. It feels like they might be getting more organised. And I'm sorry to be negative, but leopards never change their spots, nor do bulldogs.